on everybody welcome today is tuesday it is may 24th 2022 my name is jeremy and this is my first cop i made a pot of coffee i haven't done this in a while i'm probably going to be really wired today after drinking coffee and that's okay i'm itchy i got that's a bug bite i got bit by bugs yesterday Good morning, Nathan. Good morning, Dennis. And good morning to all the rest of you, whether you're watching live, later, or listening. Thanks for coming by. I appreciate you. How was your Monday? Was it productive? Was it constructive? For other words, N-I-V. Productive, constructive, illustrative, demonstrative. I'm done coming up with words. Was it, what, what kind of things was it? Tell me. Good morning, Andy. Andy says, busy. Mine, you know, depends on how you want to look at it. I got through my meetings. I stopped for lunch at noon. And then I took a break. <laughs> because if, if you've been watching the show for a while, you know that Mondays are tough for me. The transition from weekend mindset to work productive mindset is not always easy for me and after lunch I, I needed some time so I, I took a little break played video games for about a half hour and then I went back to my desk and I did a little bit more work and I think it was two o'clock I was done I said I'm done and I went out in the garden and I built another bed and I planted a bunch more things and I went to the gym and I came back and I made, let's call it nacho dip. And watched some TV. That was it. But it was a good day. It was beautiful weather. It was a little, little bit cool. Uh, cold this morning. It was 35 degrees when I woke up. Knock on wood that all those plants that I planted aren't shocked to their core. Oh, good morning also to Gad and Dennis and Jenny. Dennis is singing for us in the chat. It was just another manic Monday. I wished it was Sunday. Good morning, <laughs> Mark. Oh, Mark. Mark sent a few more. Good morning. Whose dip was it? Not yours. Mine. Not your dip. I did. <laughs> Andy keeps asking me about my motorcycle. Did you get your battery charged for your motorcycle yet? No. Because on Sunday, when I was cleaning the garage, I didn't want to clean the garage. I did a little bit. Um, there's stuff that just needs to go. It's just so frustrating. I don't like doing things over and over again. I don't like repeating them. And moving junk that needs to go and stuff that there's some leftover stuff that needs to go to the estate company from one side to the other and everything. It's just because I only have outlets in one spot in the garage. So I need to put the bike over there to charge it. Otherwise, I'm throwing extension cords across all the junk. Um, but it's going to happen. It's going to happen. There's a... Depending on the weather, there's a slim chance, because I, I have to travel uh, Friday, Saturday. There's a slim chance I take the motorcycle for that trip. Slim. 
if the weather cooperates, maybe. Jenny says, is nacho dip code for I had some leftovers that I needed to use up? No, I actually went to the grocery store to get nacho dip. Um, here's why I do it as a dip now, more so than I make like a pan of nachos. Because I have a hard time regulating how much I eat. Um, any of you who have ever had a meal with me, and I don't mean like, oh, I met Jeremy once and we had a meal. No, like if you know me, you know I can eat. And I can out-eat most people despite not being a large person. I like food. I like to eat. And I find that if I take all the nacho stuff and layer it together, like a seven-layer dip that I throw in the oven, I don't eat as much. I just don't. And so that's, I'm a little bit more likely to do that. It also works really well that you can just take taco shells and spoon it in. So no matter what you're doing with it, it is a more expeditious way to prepare your Mexican food. Kelly says her Monday was entertaining. This week is our invite a special woman or girl to class. Had about 12 moms and grandmothers in classes, and they were having so much fun. That's awesome. I love the dynamic of seeing people bring, let's call them outsiders, into class, not necessarily to train long-term, but just to kind of experience it. You know, instead of bring your kid to work day, it's bring your mom to class day. I love that stuff. I think it's awesome. And Jenny follows up to that. Our school hasn't done this for a while. I hope we bring it back. Such a great way to share what we do with those we love. There's, there's a whole different dynamic to experiencing anything versus watching it. How many of us watch, let's say, some manner of professional sport? You know, we're, we're watching a, a pro golfer miss an easy putt or we're missing an NBA player watching an NBA player miss a free throw or, you know, watching football and the defender doesn't read the offense well and the ball gets past them. And we watch this and we're like, ah, oh, you should be better at that. But in that situation, experiencing it, you're like, oh, no, that, that was a much harder putt than I thought, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that one of the things that combats the cynicism, the skepticism of the modern era is people getting to experience things. And I think we understand this instinctively. If you look at any martial arts content online, you see people saying, well, you know, could you do better? They're right, but the delivery is wrong, right? Like, well, if, if what I'm doing is terrible, please come make, please come help me be better. Please teach me. I'm not asking you to fight me, but teach me. Of course, most people will never take that course. Jenny says, fun fact, my first day on the mats ever was to bring a friend to class day. It works. It works really well. Any of you who have a school, if you are not doing this a couple times a year, especially in the youth programs, you're missing out. Kids love to share 
that fun stuff. It's an opportunity for, you know what? Here, off the cuff right now. Might be one of the best ideas I've ever had. Okay. What if you turn, bring a friend, especially on the youth side, class, friend to class day. What if that becomes more of a multi-part experience? Here's what I mean. You go to two or three local restaurants and say, hey, I'm doing bring a friend to class day. And we end our class just before dinner time. I would love to give out some manner of discount to your restaurant. What can we do? They're like, oh, that's a great idea. Cool. Here's, you know, $5 off a pizza. And then you find something else. Maybe, maybe you do the same thing with a movie theater, right? And so when you bring this to your students and you're like, hey, Three weeks on Thursday, we're doing bring a friend to class day. Here's a letter you can give to the kids' parents explaining what we're doing and why. And here's a discount to the pizza joint and another one to the Chinese place. And here's a movie coupon. It's a whole experience. Now you've made it like a whole sleepover, slumber party kind of a deal for the kids. Boom. Tell me that's not a great idea. I'm on fire this morning. Good morning, Brian. Dennis says, I loved doing events like these. Many parents expressed they found a whole new respect for what their children accomplished because they didn't realize how challenging training was even after watching for years in some cases. <laughs> Stacy's responding to my comment about online breaking boards is easy and Kelly says and in June we do the guys the kids love quote making their parents do the warm-ups especially the parents that comment and giggle during the warm-ups while watching <sighs> so today I'm recording four episodes I'm really excited. One of you is coming on the show, so that's fun. And then one, another one of you knows somebody else who's coming on the show because Andrew asked you for help getting them on the show because this is someone who carries a bit of prominence. And uh, there were some challenges, some technical challenges getting them on the show because they are... Uh... A little older, a little resistant to technology. <sighs> Coffee tastes so good. I told you guys about the probiotic that I'm taking and how it's like making, I don't know why I just did this. <laughs> why that it's making me less hungry, which has been again, really interesting. Like my stomach makes more gurgly noises than it used to. That's probably a good thing. I don't know. We'll find out. Today was the first day that I moved from one pill to two. I took that before I started the show. Um, so yeah, four episodes. That's going to take me through four, four thirty. That's all I'm doing today. 
I'm recording episodes and I'm going to be fried. The question will be when and if I eat. Because I am, I'm alert when I eat. Although I did cook up a bunch of turkey yesterday and I could just quickly heat that up. It's the moment I had carbs. I don't know if any of the rest of you are like this. When I have carbs, that's when my my body, or a lot of food, if it's a high volume of food or if, or if carbs are involved, my body's like, Ooh, let's take a nap. I did take a nap yesterday. Just 20 minutes. Great. I love naps. <laughs> I have to read this. Jenny, you'll have to go back and listen. Jenny said, I just experienced a disaster of a diaper change for the toddler. Thank you for specifying it was for the toddler. And I missed the great idea. Darn kid, LOL. <laughs> that may be my favorite comment we've ever had. I love it. All right. So we're going to switch over now. Yesterday, uh, we read about World Wrestling Day, and I asked Frank to give us some follow-up about one of the people named because he competed in the first Olympics in three events, and I thought that was utterly ridiculous, and I wanted to learn more about him. So today, we are learning more about Mr. Carl Schumann. Let's talk about Carl Schumann. Uh, this is from Olympedia.org. Only six athletes have competed in four Olympic sports. Three of them did so at the 1896 Olympics with low participation. And three participated in four different skiing disciplines. The most successful of this sextet is Carl Schumann. The German was first and foremost a gymnast. He won three first prizes in Athens, individually in the horse, in, in the horse vault, and twice with the German team. With the exception of rope climbing, he competed in all gymnastic events. But rope climbing was an Olympic event? Did they just climb it for time? Or were they doing, I would imagine they climbed it for time. With the exception of rope climbing, he competed in all gymnastic events. After their return home, most team participants were excluded from the reactionary German Gymnastics Association as they were, quote, involved in a sporting event dedicated to internationalism. The winning teams were banned from national competitions in Berlin. His second sport was wrestling. In the small field of five, the native Berliner competed against home favorite Zitas. The final lasted for 40 minutes when it had to be postponed due to darkness setting in. The following morning, Schumann decided the contest in his favor, but he remained very popular with the Greek public. The tiny 1.58 meter, can someone do the translation? 1.58 meter to feet. Schumann further competed in weightlifting and athletics, but did not place among the first three. The 1896 Olympics were the biggest success in Schumann's career, although he had several good showings at the annual German Turnfest. Turnfest. He did remain involved in the Olympics, visiting Athens for a second time in 1906 as a guest of honor and German team leader. Two years later, he was Germany's team attaché in London, the city where 
He had been a gymnastics teacher since 1898. One of his pupils, Otto Bauscher, represented Great Britain at the 1908 Games. His final Olympic appearance was in 1936, when he was even part of a gymnastics exhibition and tribute in the Olympic Stadium, despite being well into his 60s. This dude's amazing. This guy's utterly amazing. You know who he who this description reminds me of? I'll, I'll give you guys like a few seconds to tell me what you think. Do you know who this reminds me of? There's a there's a real life person that this reminds me of that if you swapped out the names and obviously the time because this is someone who's alive, I would think it was somebody else. Or it could be, could be not it. Somehow, I've been thinking about this while hard left. There's a hummingbird that guards the, the hummingbird feeder. And I don't know why. It's like incredibly territorial. But it just sits on this old hanging pot that had strawberries in it last year. And it just it's there all the time. I don't think there are eggs or anything. I haven't seen any. And if another hummingbird comes by, flits around with them and chases them off. I've got to find a way to show you. I don't know if I'm going to be able to capture a video or, or what, because they're so little. It's kind of... So nobody's answering, but my thought is, that sounds like Dan Millman. I think I, I told you guys when, when we met, he showed me this video from the fall, from last fall where he was on parallel bars in a park and just like swung, swung, swung up into a handstand and held it. And that he would have been what, 73 at the time. I was like, when did you last do that? He's like, I don't know, 10 years ago. No, sorry, he said 30 years ago. The guy's a monster. Stacy, I expected you to get it. Stacy said, I thought that and then said, nah, no. It, Somebody with a, uh, a versatile physical background who likes to go after challenges. Yeah, that's Dan Millman to me. And Jenny says, me too. I will never doubt myself again. I'm going to go get ready for those episodes. Water plants. Take a quick shower. relax, get my head right. I've got, what, two hours? I might do a little bit of work. Probably not. It's okay. Got a message from one of you yesterday that your custom color dragon hoodie came in and it looked great and you were very excited about it and I'm very thankful to you and to all of you who have purchased such things. So we'll call it here. No topic of conversation beyond this today. I'll, I'll, I'll throw something in the Facebook group once we close up. That's what I'll do. Thanks for coming by. Remember, if you want to support, you've got the code FIRSTCUP15 to pick something up at the store, program, 
remember the flex program's free. The other programs are not. Um, remember we are more than half sold for fall and weekend 2023. So if that's on your radar, don't wait too long. If you have questions or comments, you can email me, but ideally you would post them in the Facebook group, facebook.com slash first cup of tea. Jeremy, we do the show every weekday, 6.30 a.m. U.S. Eastern Time, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We are on, well, every day we're on Facebook and YouTube. Tuesdays and Thursdays, like today, we're on Twitch. Those of you who haven't made a Twitch account, I know who you are. Please make a Twitch account and follow Whistlekits. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we're on Twitter. Ultimately, Twitch will become a more important platform for us than, than Twitter, but for now, we get better exposure on Twitter. Maybe, maybe I just need to drop Twitter. I don't know. Maybe we'll just be on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. I'm going to think about that because maybe that's where we need to take it. Just smiling at some of the comments. I love you all. Thank you for coming by. Have a fantastic day. And I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.